I guess that's it. I guess we're ready to to begin the new year with a podcast. All right, let's well, get our apologies out. The year has been going for nine days. So, all right, let's see if I still remember how to do this. You ready? No, but let's go. Oh, too bad we're going in anyway. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to our first episode of 2021 of Two Nerds, Maybe More. I believe that this is about episode 42, and my name is Michael, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Marty. Marty, how are you doing? And welcome to 2021 Podcasting. Thank you so much. I'm doing great. Corona is gone. 2021 is amazing so far. You guys have a new president. Everything is good in the world. But that's uh, how we kick off 2021, right? Um, no, actually, um, I did see something that said it was pretty funny. I just saw it a little while ago. It said 2021 is pretty much just 2020 with bangs. It's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, we did. But my my girlfriend and I did talk about it. Oh my god, it's not really starting off great this uh, this year, is it? But you know what, Michael? I'm an optimist. I choose to look at it this way. It could only get better from here. That could, there's still plenty of year left for good things to happen, Michael. That's right. And let's bring some good things to the people because um, some That's of us the show need we it. have for you. Bye. See you Bye. next. <laughs> Just talking about how bad things are and hope they get better. Bye. <laughs> Um, no, so we took a little bit of a break at the end of, uh, well, towards middle of December, beginning of December, where we finished up with our big World of Warcraft uh, extravaganza with uh, Ryan and Dusty, and that was a good time. But now we're back in 2021, and we're ready to get the party started. And for those who may be new, this is a podcast where we primarily talk about video games and other things that are nerdy. So as per tradition... We will start off talking about what we've been watching. I guess um, I'll let you go first this time. You can kick us okay. off with uh, okay. something that we both watch. Yeah, I uh, I got Disney Plus. I, yes, I, because the 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 the, epi- the last episode after the last episode we did the last ep- the last episode after the last episode of the year uh, we did a little extra feature just because you know uh, there was a big um, you know event where Disney told us all about the good stuff that's coming out and mm-hmm. that convinced me that I needed this streaming platform in my life and one of the things that we've been watching is Mandalorian. That's right. And before you mentioned it, I completely forgot that we did that quick little one-off I know, episode. I, <laughs> I bought us up to speed. No, don't worry. That's why you have me here. Um, yeah, but I think that we still had um, the season finale to go before when we recorded that, and it hadn't come out yet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we haven't talked about the season finale, and if you haven't seen it yet, well, then probably skip ahead a few minutes because we might spoil the ending of it right here. Well, some good stuff that happened. It was. Um, I think that that was probably one of the coolest moments that like we've seen in in any Star Wars thing, at least for me. Uh, like the end where spoilers right now, spoilers. Um, (laughs) the end where like Luke Skywalker shows up in the The X-Wing the thing is I was watching we were watching that scene and my my girlfriend was like that's Luke and I was like just saying that no it can't be Luke they wouldn't (laughs) use Luke in this but my brain was just going who who are left where are the Jedi what Jedi are left by this in this point and Mm -hmm. I was just my brain was just trying to, to find anyone else than Luke and and I failed to do so and you know I was also proven wrong um there was a bunch of uh things going on about who could be the one that would show up and I know like Ezra from uh from Rebels was one of the names that was thrown out we don't know where Ezra is we know that Ahsoka's looking for Ezra um at least based on the end of Rebels and things like that. So we know that she's looking for Ezra. We don't know where Ezra's at. Um, some people are saying that it could have been Cal Kestis 
from uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but we didn't know if they would actually bring him in or not. So there were a few names and stuff that were going out, but I mean, the obvious and probably the reason why we didn't really think that it was going to be Luke was because the obvious one was Luke Skywalker. And -hmm. it's like, they're not just going to throw Luke Skywalker out there like that. And they, they threw Luke Skywalker out like that in a very star Wars. um, uh, Why why am I forgetting rogue one Darth Vader style scene? Um, mm-hmm. If you remember at the end of Rogue One, when Darth Vader entered the ship, he was pretty badass and deflecting bolts uh, all over the place and just whooping ass. And then it was the same here where Luke kind of just tears through the dark troopers um, very handily and ends up taking little baby Grogu. Mm-hmm. So we we don't know where the show is going to go from here. I am predicting that we're going to see... Um, some Mandalore stuff. Mm. Like, that's what I think is going to go. I mean, I feel like it might be because they, they did set up the book of Boba Fett, didn't they? In, in yes. Ending as well. So uh, that that's what I've been reading as well. That that's uh, another possibility that that's the direction that season three will take, that it will be more about him than than that our man, uh, than our Mando. Um, um, from what I saw, it's two separate projects. Is it? Yeah, oh, um, no. I could be wrong. It's still early days, you know, but yeah. um, I think I was looking it up and I saw rumors that it was two separate projects. Okay. I mean, if we get two two sets of series, if this is the quality, if this is, is the quality, Michael, then, you know, the more the merrier, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and it's it's... I've seen so many, and I don't really want to go into all the negativity because I do feel like there's a lot of ne- negativity in the fandom as well. But, but a lot of people are, are, well, some YouTubers are comparing, you know, uh, uh, John and, and Dave, who, who, who are directing this, mm-hmm. uh, comparing him to, com- comparing them to Ryan Johnson um, and be like, so, you know, both of them basically do the both groups do the same thing they don't necessarily want to give the fans what they do but one part wants to stay true to to the universe where the other one probably just wants to make a movie for himself mm. um at least that's what some people think um but i do feel like that these two guys they're, they're doing a really really good job uh, they're making a lot of people happy myself included so i, I would love to see more um you know more from them, and and they all, I also just the uh, things that it just shows, you know, the quality and and stamp that when John Favreau does something, I mean, he basically started uh, uh, up the the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Iron Man, um, mm-hmm. and uh, with an awesome movie, which was, it was a really good movie, and now he made this series, which is a really good series. So I'm I'm looking forward to the future, man. This 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 could be quite exciting. Same. I think that they're doing a great job with it. And like you said, they are making a lot of people happy, and I'm excited for that. Another thing that is making people a lot of happy is a lot of... Yes, I said that right. (laughs) It's making a lot of people happy. Um, Another show that we actually both watched, too, and that is Cobra Kai. Yes. Which is, um, for those... I believe I've talked about it on the show before, but if you've never watched Cobra Kai, it is basically a continuation of the Karate Kid movies from the 80s and therefore after where we catch up with uh, Daniel and Johnny Lawrence uh, 30 years out or so when they're adults and the different paths that their lives have taken and most recently as of January 1st 2021 Cobra Kai season 3 came out and as of January 1st 2021 I finished season 3 of (laughs) Cobra Kai and then I think you came in about a week or so later and finished it yeah, I, I definitely did. When you talked about it, I was like, I need to watch that as well. So I did start, and I think it took me two or three days to get through it. Um, I'm not um, binge-watching as heavily as, as, as you are, Michael. <laughs> but Well, that being said, I probably am. But I took my time with it, but it's still good. It's still really good. I really, it's, I've said it before on the show, and, and I think that they just took the right approach to it. They just made... And uh, they made it the right way. They took something mm-hmm. and for, you know where there's a quite a large fandom around it. Uh, probably probably not as large as Star Wars, but still there's you know fans around it. People have people like us that has been growing up with, with these movies, and they, they're just they have a special place in in 
uh, in my heart at least and and it's just good to see someone taking over and and expand not making a reboot but actually expanding on the universe and doing it with love and care for the originals and bring a lot of characters back and you know it's again just just really good quality and a lot of karate yeah a lot of it um i do have a friend that i work with and i got him into watching Cobra Kai Mm -hmm. and he's never seen the original movies Mm. and I did have to like preface it when I told him I'm like I think that you really should watch the older movies because they're really good movies but at the same time if you're going in thinking that you're going to see giant karate battles like you do in Cobra Kai you're not really going to see that in the original movies like there's a lot more exposition um, there's a lot more building of tension and background noise that's going on while Cobra Kai kind of takes all of that stuff and just like I can't really explain how it does it but it does it really well and nothing is done to the extent where you're like that's a great piece of acting it's more (laughs) of like this is like an enjoyable show that adds a lot to it you have the perfect blend of new characters and older characters Um, I used to watch a show growing up called Boy Meets World and then they tried to expand on that many years later with the show Girl Meets World. And I felt like that show didn't do enough to blend the worlds together. It was... Oddly enough, it there were certain episodes that seemed like they were better for people that were fans of the older show. And then there were episodes that were better for fans of the newer show. But it mm. never found a way, at least for me, to blend them together really well. And I think that Cobra Kai is the perfect example of how to blend the old with the new and still kind of push it forward. Yeah. I do have to admit, though, that I also am at a point with that show where I'm feeling like, you know what? I think they did a good job, but I don't think they should overstay their welcome either. I'm, I'm, I think like I, I would like to see one maybe max two more seasons of it and then that's it then leave it that's it uh, you had a good, really good run by that i don't hope that they go into oh there's money money business in it uh, <laughs> and, and they're going to to stretch it out too long i do feel like that the, the, i mean obviously we don't know what they have in store for us for the next season um but but i do feel like with, with the current characters and storylines that you know one more season maybe two and then i think that's that, that should be it So on that note, I know that they have publicly stated that they have, at least in the writers' minds or at least the creators, they have enough ideas, they said, for six seasons. Okay. Um, Six seasons total. They said that um, if Netflix were to come to them and say, like, hey, we've had enough of this Cobra Kai thing, um, let's wrap it up, Mm. that they've asked netflix to let them know ahead of time so that Mm. they can properly wrap it up like in whatever the final season may be and i hope that like that stays true but they did also say that they do have ideas for expanding on other characters and Mm -hmm. having like little things so almost like a everything's doing universes right so Mm. almost like its own little karate kid universe series (laughs) and i mean the movies themselves did that where you had like the first three that were focused on Daniel. And then later on, you had like the next karate kid with where Hillary Swank was in it. Um, Oh, I never seen that. Yeah. And I think that there were a couple more after it, but they didn't really land very well. Mm. And then of course you had the reboot attempt, which uh, depending on who you ask is hit or miss. That's the one with uh, uh, Jaden Smith. Oh yeah, that's right. Which I I never saw that one. I'd never seen that either. Now I'm curious. I want to have like b- bad movie night, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know if it's bad. <laughs> uh, I, will, but... I will go ask our good friend IMDb right now. They are never <laughs> What's wrong. What's it rated? What's it rated? <laughs> this is still the Karate Kid uh, from 2010 with Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. Oh my god, I remember now. Um, <laughs> what is the rating? Six point two. Oh. We'll have so, to talk about it here then, since you can't put it anywhere else. Yeah, um, exactly. It's not a five point five. Um, yeah. But I am, much. I am on board with you. Like, once it starts, I'm not at the point kind of where you're like, okay, like let's start kind of putting a cap on it. Like, I hmm. am 
really invested in the show. Like, I really, really enjoy it. Oh, obviously. yeah. I mean, I, I, I am too. I am too. I'm, also, I'm just feeling like something else needs to happen then because, you know, the the villain so far, I'm getting a little bit tired of him. I, I hope that they actually, you know, finish that up this season. It seems like they don't. They're dragging it out for another season. So, so yeah, because we're going to see the introduction of another villain. Uh, there have been rumors of what's going on there, but we're not going to get too deep into that because oh, we I do don't have know those rumors. Don't spoil anything from me. Okay, I won't. I won't. I won't. <laughs> but if you've seen the original Karate Kid movies, then you know that there is somebody that he could call, uh, which he did call, but we don't know if it's that person. There's different rumors going on if okay. he actually called that person. Um, but I will toss it off to you to introduce our next show, which is still one that I have never watched. <laughs> Oh really? Agents of Shield. The Agents of Shield. Um it's a I, I remember when I started watching the first series many, many moons ago, um uh, that I, I thought that it was a TV series that started out quite weak but became better and better the longer the show ran. So um and I just have to say that I am now at the final season. Uh, I've been watching the final season and it's so freaking good. The final season is probably one of the best uh, seasons so far. At least I still, um, I'm still, still lacking to watch the last episode of like the final episode of, of mm-hmm. everything. Um, just to, this is not really a spoiler, but just I will talk about how the season works so far. And that is that they have to time travel. They time jump back to 19, the 19, 50s I believe uh, and then each episode there's a mechanic going on so they need to time travel pretty much between each ep- episode uh, and each episode is from that so if they're going to the 50s then it's very 50s like the style mm-hmm. and everything and when they go to the 70s it's very 70s like and when they get to the 80s that episode is so freaking good and so 80s like and mm-hmm. it has so many just nudges uh, I tip my hat to all the 80s movies feels to it and they even have an episode that is like a groundhog day episode and you know what they just it's it's like they they were thinking all right this is the last final season let's give it everything let's put everything in there and it's just done so so well really really enjoying it and i'm 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 quite sad that it's all coming to an end very very soon um at least when i'm done with the next episode i'm really curious to see how, how how they how they'll wrap it up um so so yeah Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I can really recommend if you're a Marvel fan and you like the movies I can really recommend it I've I've slacked a lot when it comes to um, like the superhero sideshows because there's quite a lot out there and I just like I know DC has like a lot of them Hmm. Uh, like they actually I think a lot of people prefer their TV series than they do the movies that have actually been produced yeah Um, and I've just kind of missed the boat on all of those where <laughs> I haven't watched the DC ones all that much. I haven't watched the Marvel ones. And I know Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was getting a lot of uh, a lot of praise when it was like mm. still coming out all the time. And people were saying like, oh, you need to watch it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get right on that. And then <laughs> I watch How I Met Your Mother for the 18,000th time. So. <laughs> that's, that's a good one to watch, Mike. I, I cannot uh, be mad about that. Um uh, but yeah, but I think when it comes to the DC shows, yes, they are better than the movies, uh, but they're still low budget, in my opinion, when it comes mm-hmm. to how it looks, uh, how it feels, where there's no money, uh, you know, there's a lot of money spent on, on, on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., at least, at least when you get further into them. They mm-hmm. look so amazing. They look like a proper movie, some of it. And what I really hate about the DC ones as well is that all of a sudden there's a character show. If you're just watching one show, all of a sudden there's a character showing up out of nowhere. And the characters in the show know that particular character. You as a viewer, you're like, who the hell is that? Why is that person showing up? And everybody's just, you know, seems to know them and acts like nothing is is up. And stuff like that, I just hate it. Um, And another thing that is... It's a cool idea, but when you don't watch the other shows, it falls very flat as well. Is that sometimes they have these special episodes where it starts on on uh, Arrow, for instance, and then does creates a storyline with a lot of different characters. And then the next it, that that. Uh, continues on on Supergirl, for instance, and finishes mm-hmm. off on on the Flash, um, and it's just so frustrating 
if you if you don't watch all the other ones to see that one i i understand that it's really cool when you watch all of it but if you don't then it's so frustrating um that kind of goes into also like um the marvel cinematic universe so in terms of the movies where like let's say you only watch a few of the movies because you like those characters mm. and you don't really want to watch the other ones and you might get a little bit lost on how certain pieces fall into place because some of those uh individual character movies tie into like the avengers and mm. all the like the bigger movies where they're all together um so like if you were a Captain America fan or you were not a Captain America fan, it, like I'm not the huge Captain America fan. Um but I did watch all three of the movies, but if mm. you didn't watch the third one because you didn't like Captain America and you didn't see Civil War, then by the time you saw uh I think it was Infinity War, you were like, "Wait, why are the characters not talking to each other? Why are they so hostile to each other?" And it's yeah. because it was yeah, I do. I do feel like towards the end of that phase that it was like that, but at least in the beginning of the phase, when when every when all the the whole comic thing blew up, it wasn't like that. You could see all of them individually. But I think when you when we around the time of is it Captain America three, two or three around that time, that's when everything started to blend a little bit more together. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what was really cool with Agents of Shield was that. When something happened in the movies, obviously it reflected itself in the series. So you you got to see the same event as they happened, but from the that point of view, which I thought was pretty cool, because you could still just if you didn't watch the movies, you could still see watch the TV series and get an understanding of, of what's actually going on. Um, and if you had watched the movies as well, then you would you know then it would just be extra cool mm-hmm. um, but I also think that was sort of like because what happened then in Agent Machines is that they had to do something else so you know they had to go at some point they, they went to space stuff happened uh, in there and and I think they just had to get away from the world to be able to, to keep the show going and not because they you know else they had to to, to you know um, um, uh, they, they needed to address all the stuff that happened in the movies and they wanted to do their own show. So I think they, they did, even though that I wasn't so keen on, on that whole, at least the first half of that season, it did get better mm-hmm. in the second half. Um, it, I think it did wonders for the show and it was necessary for them to do that. All right, cool. Um, there's a lot of stuff there that I still need to check out, which hopefully one day I'll get to it. Um <laughs> But I'm going to switch gears here, and I'm going to jump us to some anime. Um, this won't take too long because I tend to, as much as I love checking out new anime, there's always, like, I get wrapped up in watching anime that I've already seen before. Whether it's, like, Dragon Ball Z, which, to my eyes, like, I can never get sick of Dragon Ball Z. It's just a classic for me. But I started watching Naruto again, picking up to, from where I left off, and... Naruto is still just, it's such a good show. Um, it's a really big investment if you're starting from the beginning, but there's a, there's a lot of good stuff there and I'm really enjoying going back through it all. Um, I'm pretty deep in it now where I'm rounding towards the end of the arc, but at the same time, there's so many episodes where (laughs) flashbacks and things like that. Anime does that a lot. Um, Fillers are all over the place, so I need to do some research and figure out, okay, what episodes are considered part of the main story versus which ones are filler so that I can actually start getting to that point where I'm just finishing up that main story so that I can move on to Baruto, which is the uh, like the sequel series uh, after Naruto. So I want to see that one, which I have no um, knowledge about, as in only certain things that I know, but... My knowledge there, I haven't read the manga or anything along that nature, so I'm mm. looking forward to jumping into that series once I finish it. Um, but yep, Naruto, good stuff. I enjoy it. Am I making this up, or or do or is the live action version of Naruto? Um, uh, I think I have nah. something on my Netflix to watch list, but it's live action, and I'm pretty sure it might be Naruto, or or else it's one of the other ones. I'm not, I'm unsure. I think that there's a Bleach live action. There's That's a the one. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Bleach so, 
yeah, there's a Bleach live action, which I've never watched, um, so I can't really talk about it. But Bleach is another good anime that I really enjoy. And actually, shout out to the Animates podcast. Um, they do a podcast all about anime, and I found out through them that uh, Bleach is coming back to do the animation for the final uh, arc. Bleach kind of ended abruptly in terms of the anime front where Hmm. there was still a bunch more uh, manga to cover, but the anime didn't... It stopped, and it never followed up on all that. Well, they're coming back in 2021, and the Bleach anime is going to finish up that arc, which is going to be super cool. There's a lot of cool stuff that I can't wait to see. I love seeing the transition from what happens in the manga to what happens on screen and how they decide to do certain things, because some battles are absolutely ridiculous, and it could be a really cool visualization. Nice. All right. Um, did you want to do your show or? What is your next one? Is that a show or a game? Um, okay. I'll just talk about this briefly. Mm. Um, as we're recording this, it is the last day of this event, uh, which means that by the time you hear this, the event is over. But I have been watching AGDQ 2021, which is Awesome Games Done Quick, which is a live event on Twitch, and it goes for a week. Um, So it started last weekend on Sunday, and it's going to finish up tonight, uh, which is a Saturday. And essentially what it is, it's a 24-7 Twitch stream in which speedrunners beat games as quickly as they can utilizing glitches uh, non-glitches movement tech all sorts of cool things a bunch of games and they're raising money for the prevent cancer foundation um it, they tend to get quite a big amount of uh donations and things like that and i think right now we're roughly at about let me go ahead and take a look here real quick but we are at 1.7 million dollars um, $1.7 million raised throughout the week. And we still have all day to go today. So it's a great event. And you get to see super cool stuff happen with games that maybe um, maybe you never knew could happen. If you ever played Donkey Kong 64, the game is completely broken. Um, you can also check all of their VODs on YouTube. Hmm. They load up all of it so that you can split it up by individual games. So... If you happen to like a certain game, you can look to see if they speed run it, and then you can take a look at the video. And it's just a good time all in all. So I've been watching that all week, which has hindered my World of Warcraft progression. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of renown that I still, or anima that I have to get still because I haven't been <laughs> able to play. Fair enough. Sounds cool. I, I have watched. It's it's not something that you know that I. And just and it's not something that I enjoy sit down watching for a longer time. I think it's cool when they do that, uh, when there are those quick run videos uh, on on YouTube and stuff like that. But um, I don't think this would be a live stream for me. Oh, hey, kitty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but but no, I think it's cool. I think it, it's very. I think it's amazing when people figure out how to do these wacky things that they do. Last night, I watched somebody play Mario sixty four. 16 star category blindfolded why <laughs> so they they beat the game with only 16 stars which is normally not possible other than in like a speed run glitch setting um, but not only did they beat the the game with that but they beat it blindfolded using only audio cues and music from the game to know uh, where they were in the world and it actually came quite down to the wire where the end boss, they had one life left. Hmm. It was very entertaining to watch, and it was a pretty cool run. Awesome. All right, I, I guess I'll jump into it with the first game of the year, which I will start from the bottom of my list, just because I have the power to do so. <laughs> it's a mobile game, uh, and it's pretty good fun, fun, but it's not for everyone. Let's just put it that way. It's called Human Resource Machine. Uh, it's a uh, paid for. There's no microtransactions uh, or anything like that. You you get the full game. You can play it. There is something <laughs> like a story in there, but you know it doesn't really matter. Um, but what is why this is fun to me is because what you have to do is you basically have an office, you have uh, an inbox and an outbox. There's some letters 
or num is it letters or numbers? It's numbers, numbers in in the inbox, and then you need to do something to these numbers, like add them together and then put them in the outbox, for instance. And the way that you do it is that you have some different uh, like functions, like you can copy it onto a tile, so you can copy the number to a tile, then you can uh, take the next number in the inbox and add that to that number on the tile, and then you need to move it over to the outbox. Um, it is basically programming. If you can figure out how to do this, then it's then your then the next step you could do is actually look at act, actual programming because that is basically what I do at work all day. But it's just fun and it's a small game and uh, it's very much logical thinking. It's it's puzzle sol solving and logical thinking. And that's just something about it that where I'm just like, this is just fun to me. And I guess this is why I, I like my job as well, because, you know, it's sort of like the same idea behind it. That's why I'm also saying it's probably not for everyone, um, but I enjoyed it very much. And I introduced it to my girlfriend who bought it as well and who's actually further in the game than me at the moment. Um, so she's that log logical thinking as well. Um, so, yeah, just really, really enjoying it. It's, very, it's a really simple game. There's nothing big and fancy and flashy or anything like that, but I just enjoyed it and it was worth the money for me at least. But it's not for everyone. I don't like games to make me think. <laughs> um, I was trying to figure out what you were talking about as you were explaining it, and I tuned out very early on because, like, okay, this sounds like something I won't be able to process. No, uh, maybe not. It's just, I I don't know if I don't have that skill set or I just haven't given it, like, or I haven't had somebody sit down and actually explain, like, programming properly to me. Mm. Uh, but I could just never get into those things. Um I forgot what it was called, but I don't know if you ever played it, but there was a game where it actually had you change the files on your computer um, of oh, yeah. the game in order to complete it. I, I don't remember what it was. I do remember that Tom played it, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, and because he recommended it, I played it and I was like, oh, that's really cool. But it was very like easy to figure out what to do. Like they told you to go in there. It wasn't like uh, math stuff. I think the closest I've gotten was I followed a YouTube video one and, and I think it was like JavaScript or something where I created just a little program where you could do uh, like a random number generator or mm. something like that. Yeah. And I was still like, why is this so involved? I just want to make it work. Um, I succeeded in the end, but it was very handholdy. So yeah. um, interesting for those that are interested in it. <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. I can recommend it. But yeah, you, you do need to be in that sort of mindset. That's also why I think that, you know, my girlfriend is further than me because um, I just... I. I I also just want to be entertained as well when I'm playing games sometimes. So if the, if, if I have to choose between let's do something entertaining and let's play this game, then, you know, sometimes I would probably prefer to do the entertaining one. Um, it, you definitely need to be in the right mindset, or at least I need to be in the right mindset to, to, to play it. All right. Well, an entertaining game that I played that was actually really fun was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, this yes. game was released, yes, by Respawn Entertainment. Uh, I had such a good time playing this game. Uh, I did have one issue where I've played the game before. I didn't get very far, but I had it on the hardest difficulty. Yep. And I returned back to the game, and I still had it on the hardest difficulty. And I was doing okay. You know, some things were very challenging. And I got to one part in the game specifically. It's um, your character gets caught in this arena-type deal, and they're sending, like, waves of enemies at you. And the next wave comes either when you hit a timer in the, the sense of you are running around too much and you haven't killed all the enemies, it will automatically start letting the next wave come in. Or if you kill all the enemies, it will automatically start the next round type deal. I was getting my butt handed to me for the <laughs> longest time and I couldn't figure out why. And then I realized I still had it on the hardest difficulty. <laughs> so I dropped it down and then I kind of breezed through like the rest of the game. Um, which was both good and bad. It was good because 
Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has a great story. Um, if you're a fan of Star Wars and you just kind of like seeing little side stories or things that add to the universe, this game takes place five years after Order 66, I believe it is. It's either after Order 66 or yes. after the end of Revenge of the Sith. Um and the Jedi that are remained are being hunted. There are these uh, Sith Inquisitors that are tasked with hunting down remaining Jedi and Force users and things along that nature. And you control a Padawan named Cal Kestis who, well, he's, he was a Padawan during the Purge and he suppressed his Force abilities in order to remain in secret until a certain chain of events happen in-game that require him to tap into those abilities and he is hunted and because of that he comes into contact with a group of people who help expand the story and he gets sent on this quest that involves a bunch of temples and holocrons and trying to find stuff and unearthing the origins of the Sith Inquisitor program and there may be a big a big bad that just is like super cool um, awesome I haven't I, I haven't finished it I did know what type of game it is so I did not put it on the hardest difficulty because I would have <laughs> thrown that controller at my television and then I wouldn't would not only need to buy a new controller I would also need a new television so uh, I did not do that but it is definitely a game that I want to, to return to at some point. And, and I have been tempted lately, especially with Mandalorian being so great. Um, to, so I have been tempted to returning to this game. And I do want to, at some point, when I get a little bit more time um, to jump back into it, I, I do want to finish, finish, it, uh, finish it, it up. I do remember when I got pushed a little bit away from it and it was when because the loading screen is still fairly long on on the PS4 um, mm. and I ran around the corner there was an enemy that one shot me and then I had to wait <laughs> for the loading screen and then I did it and this time I knew it was there so I ran around the corner I knew it was there and then I got three shot and then I was like you know what I'll, I'll, I'll put this on a pause I'll come back to this later <laughs> right now I'm not in the mood for playing this anymore <laughs> <laughs> I played it on PC, so I didn't have any loading issues. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it was fairly smooth throughout. But it's a great game. Selena beat it as well. Um, she played it a bit after I did, okay. and then she went through it. Uh, she did spend like an hour on one of the bosses. Uh, maybe I should buy it on PC then, if it has a faster loading screen. I can still attach it to the television and have the big TV uh, feel. And if anybody out there is on PC, and you happen to be subscribed, I think, to the EA... Uh, to whatever origin subscription thing is where you pay mm -hmm. monthly or yearly yeah. i think it's free through there oh nice so if you have that you could play it for free awesome all right i have been playing something that you introduced me to because what did you do you just, just streamed it on our discord right i think i think that um you were playing world of warcraft and i was playing this because i was having some issues with my left wrist i think it's like some carpal tunnel and mm. i needed to play a game that didn't have much use for the left hand so i think i started playing this and then you were curious about it so i started streaming it and then yeah. you kind of took a peek and started it yourself yeah it's a jurassic world evolution mm -hmm. uh, you need to build a park you need to make sure that those dinos stay inside their dino cages and don't <laughs> run out in the park and eat people. Uh, One of us does this better than the others. <laughs> I, I will have to say, though, Mike, I will have to say that I, I, I rage quit the game one day. Oh! Yeah, because... Uh, I, I had made an awesome park. I was getting all the way to the end. I think I just need to finish off the last bit of the last mission. And now something is starting to happening where the dinos don't like. They don't like it. And it's obviously not the, the, the cute, small, plant-eating ones. These are just like full-on raptors that are like, nope, <laughs> not having it. So they keep destroying the fence and run out and then I need to you know take care of that and when I finally get it under control some other dinos in the another cage you know saw what the other dinos did and were like hey we want to do this as well so I fix one problem the, the other fence is getting broken other dinos run out I fix that problem the first one do the same again um, so yeah 
when it happened for the fifth time in a row, uh, I was like, you know what? Screw this. I, I, <laughs> I got the rating that I needed. I did unlock the next map. Let's just go to the next map. Just leave this mess alone. This is a movie on itself. Uh, someone will probably send in, uh, you know, uh, I don't even remember the actor's name and he'll, he'll save the day and everything will be good. <laughs> uh, luckily, all my dinosaurs that were escaping were uh, plant animals, so <laughs> they were fine. But I was having that start to happen. And for those who have played the game or don't know about the game, it is a sim-style game uh, where the, it's park management and things like that. It's just Jurassic World and Jurassic Park style. So mine were because I guess the enclosure was not big enough for all of the animals that I had in there. Yeah. So they were unhappy with that. So that was why one of them in particular kept trying to escape. And then I had to expand my my meat eater one because they just kept fighting because mm. it was too small of an area and the alpha male would just like start killing everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the thing that I don't get though because when when I looked at the stats of the dinosaurs in in that one where they kept breaking out all the stats was in green. Everything, everything seemed good. So I'm not completely sure what I have done wrong. Um, and I have been reading up a little bit on Reddit and forums and stuff like that. And that do does seem to be some sort of small bug where if, if they go to the edge, um, of, 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 you know, their, their, uh, uh of, of the areas they're in, if they get out to the edge next to the, to the walls mm -hmm. and if the area around there because you know some of them needs trees and stuff like that and yeah. if you don't have trees on the outside then all of a sudden they'd be like oh uh, there's no trees around here i don't like the landscape anymore let's break out of here uh, and so they don't look at the whole area uh, specifically they just look at the area that they're in um and some people think it's a mistake other thing it's that's how it should be um mm -hmm. so it does seem to be like that there is some sort of maybe it's a bug maybe it's intended we don't really know um so it's potentially that 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 what is going on i'm not completely sure all i know is that when you were talking about it you were talking about just getting all of the most violent dangerous dinosaurs in one spot and you didn't care about anything else other than entertainment value yeah, exactly. so that's what i say it's your fault that's it's your fault want. because you spent too much time wondering wondering if you could. You never stop to think about if you should. <laughs> and to be honest, I actually only have two different kinds, as the guides tell you to. <laughs> uh, like a large one and, a, and, and, and the small uh, raptors. But the raptors, they're like fucking maniacs. Uh, <laughs> it, I don't know. Maybe you need to upgrade your fence or something. I uh, it was electrical <laughs> fence. They didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were testing defenses for weaknesses. Yeah, and they, they found them apparently. <laughs> they remember. But yeah, sorry, no. Jurassic Park references all over the place. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of them in game as well, and and especially it's not always. I think I don't know if, if any of them is the real actors. I think um, what's his face is uh, Ian Malcolm. Yeah, uh, Gold, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I think Jeff Goldblum. That's the actual one. Yeah, and he, he also does sound like it's him, actually. So, um, but but the other ones is uh, Chris Pratt. It's not, it's not no. uh, <laughs> uh, as we already spoke about when we, when you were live streaming. Um, but um, there's a lot of references. The characters are in there helping you out and things like that. So so yeah, it's it's. I really really enjoy it. I, I love I love park building and stuff like that. Uh, those type of games, like mm -hmm. uh, you know. Uh, uh, Rolex Coaster Tycoon, um, things like that. Really, really think this is a good one. Uh, way better than I thought it would be. I, I do actually remember when it came out that it, it, it that I was looking at it, that I wanted to play it, and that it got decent reviews. But then I, I completely forgot about it <laughs> until you uh, streamed it, and I was like, "Oh, this looks cool." Yep, I'm enjoying it as well. Uh, another game that we're both still enjoying is World of Warcraft, and this is where everyone has been waiting for because um, <laughs> we don't talk about it ever and people have been asking us to talk more about World of Warcraft <laughs> um, but obviously we're both still in the game we're both raiding in different aspects and I know that you have gone ridiculous in several different ways in the game um, I will just simply say that this week 
uh, actually yesterday, last night, I was, I entered Twisting Corridors for the first time. Hmm. Um, I had a quest to go in there to find clues um, about Anduin, so I went in there. I did not know that the Twisting Corridors were supposed to be 18 floors. Uh, <laughs> so I went in there with the idea that, oh, I'm just going to do the first six, and hmm. then I'll get the clue, and I'll be done, like all the other ones. Yep. And then it kept going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing fairly okay. Um, there was like one tile set that it kind of really screwed me for being like a shadow priest. It was um, like a bunch of multiple enemies that were all grouped on the platform. And the moment you got teleported there, they all aggroed on me. Mm. And I need time to like get off my uh, like my damage over time. I need to get all that on everything. And then I could kind of start popping off. But everything was hitting so hard and so quickly yeah. that I didn't have enough time to get anything going. So I was having a bit of trouble there, but I made it past that. I got to floor 13, which is right after the, I think it's the, there's a boss on the 12th floor. And I beat that boss. It was fairly challenging, but I was like, okay, I'm still doing all right. Mm. And floor 13 happened and it was just like, it felt like such a big jump that mm. like I couldn't do enough damage uh, to one enemy let alone a group of enemies and their groups were denser and they were stronger and I just couldn't get anything going. The big dude showed up because I died too many times and I ran and I went up to the next level, which means that you don't have to worry about the big guy Mm -hmm. uh, if you just run to the next level. But the problem was was that I didn't get any powers from the previous uh, floor and the timer or the end result says floor 16, but I definitely did not earn a floor 16. Uh, floor 13 is where I kind of wrapped it up and then just kind of ran up the next few floors as yeah. best as I could while fearing everything and trying to get through. So I might need to like group up with some people or something for this. Yeah. I, I got to floor 16 solo and uh, I had to go cook and I was, I was also having so much trouble uh, basically, I think I did the same with you with four, floor 15. I basically just ran through. Um, I did try to take out as much as possible, but towards the end, I was just like, let's just get through this. Um, and you know, when, when my pet just get one shot, then there's nothing I can do. Then, then I'm, I'm basically, you know, dead as well. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, and I haven't really gone back to it since. I think it's just too much of a time commitment for something that doesn't really give anything. Um, so I haven't gone back to it. I, I went back to it just to do another six floors, um, just to, uh, like one to six, just to get the quest done. But besides Same. that, yeah, Same. besides that, I haven't touched it. Um, I can't see myself doing it, at least not for a while. Maybe when I get a little bit of better gear down the line, something like that. I don't even think though if it matters with gear because it's down to the, it's down to the, uh, uh, abilities that you get, I think. Um, this is the roguelike portion of yeah. it where it really does depend on your abilities. The next run I did um, where I cleared the six floors, mm. I got horrible RNG with my abilities and I barely made it past the boss from that yeah. to get it. it. It took me one and a half hour just to get to, to 16. And I was it like, was a, a time investment. Yeah, that's a that's a big, huge time investment, and I just haven't been feeling for doing that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when there's nothing to it. I, like I don't get anything from doing it. If it, at least if there at least was like a huge um, anima uh, 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 pot <laughs> at the <laughs> reward uh, for it at the end of it, uh, then maybe I would go back and try and do it again. But since there is really nothing, I think there's, it's only cosmetics. Then it's you know then no not really bothered yeah i know that once you clear layer eight um then you'll get the mount yeah for the maw um but this is only layer one Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i can only imagine what layer eight is like Um, i don't want to imagine what layer eight (laughs) it just seems like that's like high-end stuff um Mm. Which is okay. I mean, it's okay that oh, yeah. you have that. Like, I don't mind it. It's just, it might not be the thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying it's bad I, or anything like that, but. I just think the time commitment is too long. It, it's that too, yeah. too long. And e- even just the normal ones that only go to six, mm-hmm. uh, th- those ones are also feeling like a really long time commitment. Uh, 
just just to do that for for you know the, the, I, I I do them just to get the, the what's it called the ash the soul ash mm-hmm. so I can craft legendaries, um, but even those feel like it's just oh do I have to do this? <laughs> and it would be a lot quicker if they simply gave you a speed boost. Hmm. If they give you a speed boost, like uh, so that you can run, like there are certain floors where I think I had a speed boost. The jump is amazing as well, by the way. Yeah, so if they Mm. gave you stuff like that, like movement buffs, then I think that it would be a lot more bearable for people to do because walking through it is super slow. I hate Mm. going to the mall. I don't do the dailies in the mall uh, because of the movement. Like, I hate doing Mm. it. The only time I go to the mall to actually do stuff is to get those lost souls so that I can get my renown. I mean, I, I do the weeklies. I, I don't bother with the dailies anymore, but I do do the weeklies because they, they give like a huge chunk of, of uh, rep uh, just to get that rep sorted uh, just in case something happens in the future and you need it. You know, I, I hate being behind like that. It's just how my mind works. Uh, so plus it also unlocks at least all the talker stuff that you can unlock mm-hmm. also unlocks for your alts. So if you want to go in there on your alts one day, then you all already have it unlocked. So that's why I want to do it just on my main. Um, but I'm only doing the weeklies. I'm not doing the daily stuff. All right. Well, some people that were doing a bunch of stuff in the mall as required were all of the raiders that participated in the race the world first. Now, before we delve into this deeply for those who don't know the race the world first is pretty much self-explanatory the top guilds in the world both eu and a oceanic all the guilds that participate in this they are the best of the best players and they do a friendly competition to see who can clear the final boss the fastest on the hardest difficulty which is mythic in the raid and for the second tier in a row na limit took the win um, with the eu not too far behind what i really really enjoyed about this one was obviously not that na won but uh, that it was so close as it was because we were just sitting you and i uh, the day before uh, danish christmas we had we celebrate on the 24th you celebrate on the 25th um, and we were just sitting there watching it and messaging each other and, and I think we were even you know just talking to each other like proper mm-hmm. call and it was so close and then all of a sudden the EU team Echo had a had a really good pull and I was sitting there being all excited and then they wiped at 4% and, and then you know then you, NA had a really really good pull they wiped at 1% and it was just back and forth like that and and even though that you know we, we didn't win, my team didn't win this time. It was so damn exciting, and this is how it should be. It should mm-hmm. be like that. It should be this close, especially now when we can actually see what's going on. And I'm really just, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for the next few races as well because we have other gills up there. We have pieces and fat, fat shark, yes, um, who were very close behind. Uh, they were not quite on on the last boss when 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 uh, Limit and Echo did it, but they were very close. So you know they they are really close at being on the same level as these guys. I think it it might just be down to uh, you know how much uh, you know uh, I hate to say it money that they can get behind them to actually you know take time off and and mm-hmm. actually do this as 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 their work when this is is going on. And also an honorable mention is Method. Because Method had, had it, which is, you know, Echo basically came out of Method. Method had its downfall. They used to be the, the uh, you know, they, they have won so many times. A lot of stuff happened internally and with some of the players that wasn't so nice. So majority of the people left Method. They are back. They have re-recruited, they've changed up the organization and how they handle, you know, things like the things that went wrong. Uh, and they actually managed to kill um and uh, to kill the last boss and, and become uh, the seventh guild in the world to to, mm-hmm. to to kill to kill this granted it did take them like a little over a week longer they did go into 2021 before they killed it but but still um they did it um and it just shows that there is a really cool roster up there. There's even two Chinese, uh, Chinese skills that are on fifth and sixth place. So it is not just 
I, I hope that the next raid is not just again limit and echo. I would love to see at least one more guild up there competing and being very close. And you know what would be amazing? If it was neither limit or echo who won next time. That would be so cool. Um, because it would really just show that, you know, the world is ready for, for this as some kind of esport or whatever. I would like to see a different region also mm. take it, like um, cool, yeah. other than NA and EU, because I think back in the day, like you did have like some Chinese guilds, right? That uh, like they used to be really top contenders as well. If I, I remember, I know correctly. Russia used to have. Uh, I think they won wealth to race for uh, the race to wealth first at uh, one time or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for those who don't know, like yeah, we said that like like Method cleared it a week after. Uh, but the race does tend to slow down quite a bit mm-hmm. once the top guild clears it, uh, because then people are like, ah, you know, the race is over, so now we could kind of chill a little bit. And I'm interested to see. Um, I think Preach Gaming is going to be doing interview. If it's not up already, it he's going to be doing an interview. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's going to do an interview with um, Echo and Limit yep. and talking to some of the raiders. And I want to check that out because I'm interested to see if there's any discussion about releasing it the week of American Thanksgiving, mm. um, which could be good or bad. Um Given that the circum the circumstances around this one is that we are still in the midst of a pandemic, so for the most part, people are limiting their interaction with other people. Mm. Maybe not going to family's house that you would normally go to. Um, and the fact that it happened during this week is that some jobs might get that time off of work naturally. Mm. Uh, like my job, for instance, I got it off naturally. So I think that wait, did it happen during? It didn't happen during Thanksgiving, did it? No, it happened during the Christmas break, right? Yeah, I, I think we were talking about is when the when when the expansion, the expansion launched. launched yeah. The expansion launched Thanksgiving. This one came out around uh, like the Christmas time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, I am still interested to see what these players thought of that, given that maybe they had a little bit more free time than they normally would, given the situation. Um, I think that's interesting to just kind of see where they fall. I think for the most part, they're still going to fall into. We don't really want it to fall during holidays because mm-hmm. under normal circumstances, people would be taking a break from work and school and games in general to just kind of hang out with family. I know there was no break for us raid-wise for my raid group. We just did it like normal, uh, met up, did our raid, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also not playing seven days a week for hours on end. You're not um, day raiding. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I had a good time watching it. Uh, like you said, we were chatting, we were talking about it, and there were so many times where I had a preloaded uh, text message ready to go that just said, boom, ready to go for when we downed it. And shortly after Marty jumped off of one of our calls, I actually got to send that message. She said, I'm going to call it, going to go to sleep, and that's when they downed it. Yeah. But the thing is, it was so close. It was so close, and that's what I was so exciting about it. I mean, mm-hmm. Echo one more good uh, uh, pull, and they could have downed it. They could have downed yeah. it right before uh, limit if, if if they wanted to. Clearly, they didn't want to. They wanted you know to make the race more exciting, uh, so they gave the the win to limit. So next time, you know, next time you can show show off our our strength uh, when it comes. I to saw Jinji's face. When he got the word that Limit called it, he didn't give them anything, okay? He wasn't in the loop. He wasn't in the loop. I mean, this is like top-level uh, uh, decision. The leader of that guild. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a good time. It was a good time. Do you have anything else on the World of Warcraft front? or? Oh, on the World of Warcraft front? Well, I mean, we're running out of time, but I mean, I, I played it. I've played World of Warcraft. It's basically all that I'm playing uh, at the moment. I even have an, an NA account now as well. Uh, I've yes. been playing with you a little bit. Um, maybe maybe later today, Mike. Who knows? Um, yes. Yeah, so so I, I, I'm... if I don't know. People don't really know, do they? I'm renowned 12 already-ish. Item level 162-ish. Uh, I, I've, been, I've, been going, I've been going crazy, man. I know. I don't know how you've been doing it, but I don't think Marty works anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I think he just plays his game 
on the phone and considers that work and then calls it I'm, and just goes and plays World of Warcraft. That I'm, I should I should become a streamer. Full-time <laughs> job. Play World of Warcraft. I do want to give I do want to give a I'm quick going shout out. The, I'm going to be the EU Asmund Gold. I'm going to be Asmund Silver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why would you go one step lower? But okay. Asmund Platinum. Platinum. There you go. <laughs> um, a game that I'm not going to talk a lot about, but I just want to give a quick shout out to that I've been playing quite a bit of. Uh, I bought an arcade style fight stick, and I've been playing a lot of Dragon Ball Fighters mm. um, on the PC. And I love fighting games. I just smash around controllers with them. And I don't like using the same controller for my fighting games that I use for my normal games because it messes them up. So I got myself an arcade fight stick. I've been working on proper handling of it so that I'm not like smashing it crazy and I'm actually taking care of it. And I'm having a blast playing Dragon Ball Fighters. And I'm thinking about trying to get download some more fighting games and just see how it feels with this new arcade stick. So cool. I've been having a blast playing fighting games. Awesome. All right. Other than that, I think that uh, we're pretty much done here. Um, this was the first episode of 2021, which is probably episode 42 or 43. I think we're just going to go away with the names, uh, the titles of the numbers. Who's counting? Who's counting anyway? Maybe, maybe just try to keep it internally so that we just know where we're at. But other than that, we thank you all for joining us for episode one of 2021. And we will catch you all in the next episode. If you would like to reach out to us, you can find us over on Twitter at two nerds, maybe more with the number two in front, or you can email the show at two nerds, maybe more at gmail.com. You can check out our website at two nerds, maybe more.com. There you can find all of our previous episodes from 2020, as well as this one, as well as a bit more information. Other than that, I have nothing left for you. Um, Thank you once again, and we'll see you in the next one. See you in 2022. Take care, everybody. Bye. (laughs) 2022. (laughs) This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.